and we're live we're back a little late this week holidays you know uh surprise ish album drops things of that nature so we're a day or two late this week but uh we're back with another episode running back the hits it's just me and youngest this week i got youngest in the building how are you youngest doing good man doing good i believe this is uh volume 16 yeah yeah we're uh we're a whole quarter of the year through on this so yeah, it's been it's been a while like i keep forgetting like it's just routine now but yeah it's really been uh we really trucking along yeah yeah um like lee said we we had a little surprise album drop so we thought we'd go a little later in the week so that way we could like marinate on our thoughts and not give you some reactionary bullshit um the album we're going to talk about though is uh certified is it certified lover boy or is it clb certified either way i call it certified yeah. lover boy myself i think that's the title on the if you yep play it's the it on title streaming. on the album yeah certified yeah, lover boy by drake semi-random drop i feel like we got it literally the day like after either the day of or the day after the kanye album came out which obviously a little trolly i feel that's like a something that you can't really like escape with this project there's like a whole there's kind of a trolly war towards yay on it to me oh i did escape it because i didn't follow that whatsoever like i don't know what the fuck is going on between the two um I think you I think can. I, just found out. Yeah, I, feel I like... found out yesterday that Kanye had that song with Andre 3000 where he was like dissing him. Yeah. And then, yeah. After I re listened to this album with like that in my mind, I noticed there were some songs that seemed maybe like shots at Kanye. But for the most part, I listened to it like not even thinking about it. I thought, I thought the whole thing was like fabricated. I thought like people were making shit up that there was a feud between the two. And then I started seeing that maybe there is <laughs> like some real life shit between the two. I will say I, I noticed a lot of shit between like a lot of like yay shots on here, like sublims. Even to me, like I still contend that a lot of the features on here were even digs and yay. Like the Travis feature, the Cuddy feature stuff we'll get into. Like I feel like a lot of this album was just shots at yay subliminally um but i do i do think it's something that it doesn't like it doesn't overshadow the project too much but i do think it, there's like a big element of that there is like you know these these yay shots but but yeah, yeah. At, like once you heard the announcement like what were you thinking expectation wise uh well we've been waiting since uh, for this album since january 2021 i think right yeah maybe even that longer was, i don't know i don't know that was the official that was like the official or like announced release date um drake tours acl playing basketball so he put the <laughs> put the album on hold so that way he could tour when it was done um and then we kind of just didn't really hear about it this is yeah. clearly not the same album that would have came out in january for sure yeah. So I wonder what that one sounded like. But yeah, he announced it with this album cover, which is fucking lazy. How do you feel about the album cover? I think it was just a classic Drake thing to do because, yeah, it's a pretty shitty cover. But then I feel like a day or two after 
you just saw every fucking social media, like major social media account have like a parody of it, which I feel is obviously the intent. Anytime Drake puts a record out, I feel like that's what he's trying to do. But Drake I'm, could put out a black could put out a black screen like Kanye as his record. And I think social media teams are going to find a way to talk about it just because like it, it's Drake. We're talking about maybe the biggest art- artist on the planet right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely like a. I still don't really get what the point of the album cover is, but yeah, like the shit is dumb. But and you could tell it's brand new because this emoji update that has the yeah. is like what, like a month old? Yeah, it's new. <laughs> I will say, um, maybe I'm reading a little too much into it. Uh I think this is his first album cover with a white background. Since if you're reading this, it's too late. Besides that, it's always dark and grim and like black. And I mean, more life has a black background, but it's a little bit more colorful. Right, right. But for the most part, I think that reflects on the music. I don't know. I might be reading too much into it. We'll get into it when we go like track by track. But I think overall, this album is a lighter mood uh, production wise, not lyric wise, because like. He's still talking the same thing he's normally talking. It's just production-wise, I think it's a little more lighthearted. Um, the samples are like hip boy samples um, that like diplomats and stuff used to do, where take it and you speed it up and you give it the chipmunk voice. Like it, it's sounds very different than Scorpion and Darklight demo in that sense. Yeah, coming in, I I will say like. My expectations for this project were really, really low. I was super down on what I thought this project would be. Just coming off the last few projects, I wasn't a huge Dark Lane demo tapes fan. Uh, Scorpion was, you know, decent to me. There were some decent songs on both sides of it, but nothing that crazy for me. More Life wasn't a huge fan even back. So I haven't really been that into a Drake project front to back, probably since if you're reading this is too late. So coming into it, I didn't think we were gonna get a good project i thought like the yay thing was gonna bog it down i thought it was gonna be just a whole lot of bullshit so i thought i had low uh, i had low expectations for this and i was i was decently surprised i mean we'll we're probably about to get into the songs here i was decently surprised by what we got here yeah i know me and you talked about it a bit before it came out and i remember saying like if i can save if it's 20 tracks and i can save like eight of them I'm happy. Right. Um, that was my expectation going in because like similar thing with Scorpion where I think there's a lot of filler and a lot of stuff on there. Um, I'm looking at the track list now. I don't ever remember hearing is there more on Scorpion? Like right, right. there's so much stuff that just blocked out of my mind. Um, it's not something I revisit a lot, but the ones that are there, the ones like Blue Tint, the ones like uh, After Dark, After Dark, those are, yeah, Sandra Rose shit. is another one for me. Like, yeah, I think the that yeah, that was to me the coming into it, that was probably my best case scenario. Like, okay, this is 21 songs. Like, I'm just hoping I get like four or five that I can, you know, kind of stick with. Cause I feel like that's what Scorpion was for me. Yeah, Scorpion. I mean, Dark Lane demo. I I hate that. <laughs> yeah, that's just such a Little weird EP, project. Bro. I've, I've yeah. said it before, like a lot of people who weren't Drake fans were telling me that that was a project they really enjoyed which was super weird for me because i didn't really like anything on there like at all 
So yeah, that was a weird project for me. And yeah, that was another reason why I was down on the project. Like I just didn't, I, we, I feel like we hadn't heard a lot of good Drake music lately. So yeah, we'll probably do a Drake episode in the future where we get more in depth on like how we feel about all his work in general. Yeah. But just strictly talking expectations, expectations were pretty low. I mean, even more life, which I liked. I didn't love like front to back. Um, that said, certified lover boy, I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit. I, I think you're a little more positive on the project than me, but yeah, this was this was a pleasant surprise. Like it was mm-hmm. a it was a really great release weekend in general. Got a great little Sims album. Got a great Jameson album. Like there was a lot of great music that came out, and I feel like this project like holds up with mm-hmm. those other releases. So yeah. Uh, so how do you want to dig into this? I mean, first, well, yeah. Let's yeah. What I was gonna say. Let's just dump into the first track. Yeah. Um, so first track, I hit play, and I hear like a familiar sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. He samples. The beat is straight lifted. Um, took a little drums off it, maybe, but straight lifted from Masego's Navajo. Yeah, amazing which, record. One of Masego's, like, it was kind of one of his breakouts. Probably his breakout song, honestly. Super, super dope record. Amazing instrumentation on there. Yeah. And Drake just immediately starts rapping. Um, this is probably my favorite intro from him since Tuscan Leather. Yeah, I think it's a very traditional Drake intro. Like when you like Tuscan Love is an example of like the kind of bag that he was getting in here. So it was reminiscent of that to me, which, you know, is high praise because I think Drake has some really, really good intros. I don't know if it's my mm-hmm. I don't know where I'd rank it in the like the pecking order. But yeah, a really solid intro. I love the beat here, like with the Masego uh, lift, obviously super dope. Um, there's a B switch on here, too, which I actually enjoy surprisingly yeah i'm not big on beat switches <laughs> okay I, I like beat switches but beat switches are played out like yeah i feel like and there's a there's a couple beat switches on this album and i'm just I, like we can retire beat switches everybody like yeah, yeah there's time. there's some on this album that really like piss me off to be honest with you yeah. but for the most part like yeah i mean it worked um Back to what I was saying about Tuscan Leather, though, like Tuscan Leather, like how how much time are you going to spend on this intro? It's just him rapping for like five straight minutes. I felt the same with Champagne Poetry. Um, Very reminiscent of that. I thought like a similar thing. Very reminiscent of that. And like like I was saying, the production stuff early on with other Drake stuff, like I'm thinking of songs like Nonstop or I'm Upset, where it's a little bit darker. It's a little bit like more depressing <laughs> it felt yeah. like he was having a little bit more fun with this one even yeah. when he's talking shit it feels like he's having fun talking shit so that kind of set the tone for the album for me where i was i was more locked in than normal where i was like okay this is if this is the direction we're gonna go i think i'm <laughs> enjoy this a little more um no accents this time no singing <laughs> just just going uh as for track two, Poppy's Home, fucking hilarious oh, intro. No, <laughs> no, you don't like it? No, what? No, like, first of all, it's to me to start, it's like a 
it's a bad concept for Drake to even like try to do like with Poppy's home <laughs> after like the whole like push this and all that shit. It's just like a very damn near impossible concept for him to pull off. And it didn't work, which sucks for me because I really love this beat. And I love a lot of his rapping like outside of what he was saying on the hook and just like that whole concept. Like if he would if he wouldn't have done that concept, I would have liked the song a lot more. But I'm just like overthinking it, bro. I'm you just, just like, gotta let it play. When I'm, I'm listening to it. I'm just like, bro, come on, man. Like, are we acting like? Di- are we acting like this didn't happen for you? Like, so yeah, it just didn't work for me. Um, but I love the beat. Damn, Poppy's home. Of the, one of my like five favorite songs on here. Actually, I, 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 I wasn't even thinking about the pusher thing. I was just letting it play. I was like, damn, this is a good beat, and he's funny as fucking this. So yeah, it like yeah, I was rocking with it. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> but you know, just about? like the way he starts that like yo i'm like all my juniors like i'm 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 like come on man like <laughs> like what are you doing so yeah yeah i, I, I mean if you if you read the lyrics there's even some shit like sierra canyon parking lot looking like a magic city parking lot it's just like it's just like what are you doing <laughs> like why yeah, would you I say that you know what i'm saying even though like that's weird that's yeah, weird even, there's a yeah. lot of stuff on here that kind of makes you pause it and go what the f-? like no one was telling you this was a bad idea yeah no i don't know i'm not too big on nitpicking lines i don't i'm not a fan of that so i'm gonna try not to do that but the, yeah i mean for the most part just the way you flowed on it the beat i was a fan of yeah um, I, I love the beat on there amazing beat but talk about problematic songs the third song girls want girls I should there's, not like it as much as I do. There's been a lot of like talk about this song and people not liking it and people being upset with it. I mean, the main thing for me is it's like it's kind of a corny thing to say. Like you're like pretty old. You're like you're a grown ass man. And you talking about Bro, you like you're, 36 talking about. Chris. Yeah, he's like you. You're a lesbian. Me too. Like that. I mean, and, and not even to completely. Like, because you have to be honest in the sense that this isn't like a this is an old trope in rap. Like girls like girls, like I like girls, you like like that's an old trope in rap. So it's not like he's the first dude to do it, even at his yeah. big age. But it just that was another one. Like it just like <clears throat> it just didn't work. My girl got a girlfriend, Chevy Blue, like rolling. Yeah, I I love the like baby verse on there is amazing. Like, yeah, he's talking about buying plastic surgery again. That's yeah. when he's really in his bag. You know? Real shit. Like to me, it, it's a like it's a little bit of a swing and a miss. Like it was a big swing, it was kind of a risk, and it didn't work out for me. But there's some uh risks that work out later in the track list. So yeah, yeah, this I one mean, that's uh I liked it. <laughs> that's my Russ Eden fucking food on the sidelines like song. Like yeah. I don't want to like it, but every time it plays, I'm like, all right, this this is working a little better than it should. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Like it's it kind of makes me want to like it a little bit. The baby verse is great. I like what Drake is doing on there. It's not like a like it's not this thing that I get that mad over because like I said, it's not a it's an old trope. <laughs> like just that whole girls love girls thing, but it's you know it's didn't still do a lot wrong. for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get that out the yeah, way. It's still yeah, wrong. Like yeah. it's still in, like, you're at your big age, bro. Like what <laughs> yeah, like you you old as hell talking about I'm a lesbian too. <laughs> yeah, man. come on, man. Calm down, man. Yeah, you no, grown no. man. Oh, yeah. It's a little ignorant, but yeah. Okay, so there's there's some songs on here that I didn't save because I just don't envision myself like listening to them too often. Um, 
But there's two songs on here I actively fucking hate, and that's in the Bible. In the Bible is definitely one of them. I do not like this. Song. In the Bible is one, and it's it's kind of weird that especially the way I'm talking about it right now. Like we're four songs in, and I I, I kind of like the intro, but we're a couple songs in where I haven't really liked anything yet. And yeah, this is another song that I didn't love. I think Lil Dirk tried his best to make this a great song. I really like what Dirk did on here, but I feel like the, especially the hook, it was just super dull. Like it was very boring. Like I didn't. It felt very views. Yeah. Just throwing Jivion at the end to just sing a hook in the outro felt like shit. He used to make division do on views. And even like when I was listening to the song, I was like something that I would have liked. Even I still probably wouldn't have liked the song, but I would have liked if they swap, if he would have swapped Jivion and Dirk's verse. I would have liked the dirt verse at the end to kind of bring a little energy to end the song, but I still don't think I would have liked it because I, uh, yeah, because the hook on here is just not good for it. It's horrible. It's it's probably one of the Drake's worst hooks for me. Like it's horrible, and it's so out of place. Yeah, like it's just thrown in here for no reason. Um, like so, even, this is my biggest. Go. Yeah, this is my biggest complaint with Certified Lover Boy. I think there are songs on here that have an identity that fit the rest. Um, and then I think he throws shit in here like in the Bible for no reason at all. Like this is this is 21 songs. I would probably cut a lot of them, even the ones I like, just because they don't fit what the rest of the album is supposed to be. Yeah. And, yeah. In the even Bible. Like, definitely to, even to go further on them. that, like, yeah, I would have loved if either like maybe Drake would have played around with the hook or literally because I love Dirk and I like giving on too. I like their contributions. Just stick them on another song because I feel like they could have been maybe used in other places. But yeah, yeah. No, no go. You should have just put uh what's the single he had with Dirk? The uh, Laugh Now, now cry, cry Later. later. That yeah. fits this album, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I agree. Yeah. And it would have been like for the streaming boost obviously would have been crazy. Yeah. Um yeah I wouldn't have hated that as like an outro. All right, we're back. So yeah, that's pretty much everything on in the Bible. No go. We're not fucking with it. On to track five though. Oof. Um, this you're not fucking, you're not fucking with this one. No, I like it. I do like it. I think the reaction to the J verse was kind of like overblown. Were people were people liking the J verse? Yeah, I thought people were like a little too. Too into it. <laughs> no, I I will I mean, say it was good. I enjoyed the J ver- I yeah, I just love them together on it. Yeah, I mean, I will say it's not like a. I mean, Hope has so many fucking great verses and shit like that. So it wasn't like an all-time Hope verse, but uh, it's always good to hear him. At this point, still damn near like, you know, twenty whatever years in the game, and still kind of doing shit like this. And him and Drake to me have always had an interesting back and forth on songs. So yeah, I like Hope on here. This um, might be my favorite collab between the two. I'm trying to think of songs they've done together. Uh, Talk Up like, on Scorpion, Light Up on Thank Me Later, Pound Cake. I mean, yeah, just off the top of my head, that might be the best. I like I like <laughs> Light style. Up. Yeah. Pop, pop style. <laughs> yeah, no, Light Up's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Off That. Ah, I'm not too big on Off That. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it might be this one, honestly. This is a song that I like, and I liked... You know, I like the big sample at the beginning, you know, tying into having Hove on the track. I like that a lot. This to me is like just a, I feel like every Drake album, there's, you know, he makes all these categorical songs for different people. And that that one category is like the album cuts. 
like Western Road Flows immediately comes to mind. The Ride, like just song, like just kind of album cuts for like those kind of fans. And this is one of those songs for me. So it's an early standout, especially, you know, in the track list at this point, I haven't had a lot that I enjoyed. This is an early standout one that I'm definitely going to come back to. Yeah, five songs and I think I'm four out of five. And you're, you're what, um, two out of five? Yeah, I'm like, two out of five. Kind of shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shows how I feel about it versus how you feel about it. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, the Drake verse, he keeps up with Jay here. Jay does a good job. I don't know if this is a shot at Kanye. Is this one of those songs with shots at Kanye? I don't. Bro, I feel like you, I mean, we've even missed some before. Like, I feel like there were shots of him on the intro, Poppy's home, of course. Uh, yeah, I think there were some yay shots on here. There, uh, to me, they're they're peppered yay shots like all over this thing. Um, but yeah, I think there were a couple on here, if I remember right. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't paying too much attention to that, but like the next song, Fair Trade, this is my. Yeah, I've, I've heard you. Travis Scott issue, man. The song <laughs> is doing so well until we get to the fucking beat switch because Travis can't do regular music. He's got to fucking make it his own sound and style, and he does this every time. And I like, will say, the song doesn't fit him. It sounds like bullshit. I will this say, like in bullshit. defense of Travis here, to me, when I first heard this with the beat switch and the way Travis came in, to me, it kind of sounded like they were trying to do sicko mode too. It, that's just like what my mind went to and it just didn't work like it's like a worse version of sicko mode mainly because they're just on two like they're on so separate pages on this song like as much as as much as it's kind of like a like a tired tripe like the idea of uh getting older and making money and losing friends on the process like that's you know it's kind of tired like it's some shit we've heard a lot before but it's something that Drake is actually like pretty good at. And so I think he's kind of doing a pretty good job of it on this song. I'm kind of captivated. And then Travis comes in, just completely switches the energy, just completely talks about other shit with a way faster tempo. And it just, it doesn't fit at all for me. Like it just doesn't work. No, I mean, it really sounds like Drake had a song. <laughs> Thought I need to find a way to get Travis on here. Yeah. Pick, pick the song. And instead of Travis trying to fit in with the song, he just, does his own shit and this happens repeatedly yeah this was i will say this is the first one that kind of crafted my all right drake is just trying to get people who are kanye's mans on here because like it just it just didn't make any sense as a feature like it just didn't make any sense at all is travis kanye's man still i don't fucking know i think i don't i think know about any of this shit um (laughs) the first like what i feel like is standout for everyone way too sexy is the next one How'd you feel about Way Too Sexy? I love Way Too Sexy. Weirdly. We <laughs> talked about uh, Girls Hold on, Girls. We just did like a little head thing. We just, like, I love Weirdly. That so like when I talked about uh, uh, Girls on Girls, I was like, it's kind of a swing and a miss. It's a wrist that doesn't really work. Way Too Sexy is a very big risk. It's so easy for Drake to sample Too Sexy from my shirt and make a corny song that everybody is going to fucking hate on. But he it worked so well (laughs) like and this is the kind of stuff that i want from drake it's very much like a poppy rap song it's him and future on there going back and forth it's like fun and upbeat like it's what i think a lot of drake 
especially you know singles bigger songs it's what i think a lot of them should sound like uh future was great on here had to have thug on here you know since he was you know sex himself had to get him on way too sexy so yeah i like this one yeah um i haven't stepped outside yet after this came out but i'm i'm assuming this is the one that's being played everywhere it should Um, be it should be yeah I feel like this is a Thug and Future song that Drake kind of hopped on on and then ended up taking it. Yeah, uh, Definitely feels like something Thug would make. I like it. I don't know if it's something I'm going to listen to three years from now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a song for like a moment. Um, I don't yeah. know if it's going to have a long shelf life. I do like I it though. And I'm excited, but, yeah, and I'm excited is, to play it out. Drake is good for those songs. Like He's always been good for those songs. Yeah, I think it's like another edition of that. Some shit that it's like a one dance. It's like how if we were outside, we'd play it for a summer and then the next summer we'd have another one. So, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it serves its purpose very, very well. A big like to me, a a big risk. This song could have been panned and like labeled, like laughed at as corny. So, oh, yeah, but it worked. It could have been. uh, What's what's that uh, thug song? Yes, sir, sir, mate, or sir, whatever the fuck. Submate, yeah, submate. Submate, yeah, it could have been that shit. Um, but we we avoided that, so that's good. Yeah. Um, as for TSU, first and foremost, there's a writing credit on here from Redacted, uh, a bad guy. Yeah, which, I mean, here's the thing. If that is something that, like, just totally, like, you can't do it, I get it. But I feel like people also should, number one, do their research before they say stuff, because (laughs) number one, you know, people aren't going to do that. Yeah. I mean, number one, it's like a thing where uh, if you know the sample, it's at the beginning when the dude is talking and I don't you can like barely hear it in the background. So they didn't really have a choice but to put it like give him that credit. Um, Also, that dude doesn't own his publishing, so he doesn't get like a cent off of any of that stuff so i mean yeah even after that if that's the thing where i I still can't do it just seeing his name i'm like okay cool but like do like do that due diligence and like do that figure out what the hell it is yeah Yeah. exactly um yeah and it's so it's so in the background like i mean they probably could have got away with not even giving him a credit because i don't know who the fuck would have found that out yeah uh-huh. and i mean like i said it's a thing where even like you're just seeing it like that's i i can't do it. like i understand like i get it um mm-hmm. but yeah I've, like some people were definitely being like disingenuous with that um which always oh happens. for sure yeah, yeah i mean i didn't even know i thought it was so i don't know the song in question that was being sampled so i thought it was part of the production and if it was part of the production that's more on the producer than it would be drake i would think yeah um, it's not even that i think like it's the beginning intro with the dude talking it's like yeah. a thing in the background all in all though pretty decent song it's not one i saved because i just feel like i've heard it a ton of times from drake that was in my notes i was like this is the thousand time that drake is doing this song I actually i to i wrote i'm still intrigued like drake has done this song a lot of times but i feel like he something that's consistent in this album is drake doing stuff he's done before but like the like the little it just it sounds better. This this sounded lazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it sounded a little mailed in. He was kind of airing this young woman's business out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like what you want to do um yeah she don't have a business let her live man she's thinking about the business plan. <laughs> it, it'll come when it comes yeah this is this is drake at his largest shitbaggery yeah um, even like it's funny because at the, the way when it starts i'm like damn this is a drake ass song and then there's a beat <laughs> and then there's a beat switch and i'm like dude this isn't even drake your ass song like i did not think it could have gotten drakeier but i it's a song that i actually enjoy yeah i mean I'd rather just go listen to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, or a lot of other stuff. <laughs> That's the tough thing with him because, like, when he's done it, he's he's done it on some fucking amazing songs before. So it's always tough to to try to keep doing it. Um, the next song, "In Too Deep." Yep. Another beat switch. Yep. The first half is actually uh, "Get Throwed" by Bun B. Yes. So we got back to back Texas stuff because yeah, the first guy's talking Houston about Texas. representation. If it's a Drake project, um, I love this song. It doesn't fit in the album. I really don't care. I saved it anyway. <laughs> it's uh, interesting. Like I don't hate the song. It's like it's just okay to me. I like that Future. Uh, he referenced the same. If you're if you listen to the Isaiah album, he referenced mm-hmm. that same line that Isaiah referenced in Rest in Peace Young. So that was just cool to get like two references to that. Um, Bro, within. Like are you months, but... are you crediting that to Isaiah Rashad right now? No, I'm just saying it was dope that uh like you know for Pimp C really that like yeah <laughs> but all these years later like damn we got we got two motherfuckers in the span yeah. of like a month or two referencing you the same shit so that was just super yeah. dope. Um, if I wasn't rapping, baby, I'd still be riding Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I don't sound like a rapper. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, just a, for me, just a, a fine song. I don't know if it's a keeper. I, I do agree it kind of doesn't fit a lot with what's going on in the album. I think maybe if I Oh, I kept outside, this. I, I actually liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is one of the few times... Uh, hot take alert. I think this is one of the few times Drake actually does better than Future on a collab between the two. Um, not many of those, so I like that. Uh, the beat switch when Future came in kind of turned me off the first time. I really like the Get Throat beat. Uh, yeah. And I like what Drake was doing on the Get Throat beat. After a few other listens, I kind of warmed up to the future side of it, but yeah, yeah, I like in too deep. Uh, the next song, shit, pipe down might pipe be my down. favorite on this. Pipe down is an earth, like it's easily in my top three. If I, I, I guess at the end we're probably gonna be like a top three, so I need to think of that. But yeah, this is easily like in that top three. Uh, bro, isn't he hurt, man? Like, <laughs> god damn. <laughs> Like he heard, it's, and I could, you can see, you can hear it on this song. It's the perfect mix of what everybody's been trying to do this last decade of the singing and the rapping. Yeah. And like the melody and the beat and everything. This is, I feel like a lot of the people that didn't like Certified Lover Boy, this is the one they went like, all right, this is Drake kind of did his thing on this one. Um, there's another one we'll get to later on that I think a lot of people liked, but Pipe Down might be my favorite song on here like you yeah. said it's certified top three like yeah it's just one where i mean like we said at the constant theme we come back to it's drake doing stuff he's done before but this one even when i first heard it i was like damn I, like he he does like this is one of the best he's ever done this so yeah yeah really you, really dope and, song. and it's good because like there's so many high level features on this from yeah. Lil Baby to Jay-Z to Travis Scott to Future to 21 Savage to Lil Wayne. Like, he's got so many big names on here for a song without any features for him to really do his thing on there. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like I said earlier, he has that kind of it's one it's in that category of like the Drake album cut, like that kind of song that he'll have a couple of he'll sprinkle them in on every album. This is one of those, and yet easily a I mean it might be number one like when we get to the NBA, easily top two or three. Great song. Oh I'm gonna let you talk about Yeva's heartbreak because I feel like uh this is this is more your lane than mine. So something that I like I've always loved when Drake does this on projects, even going back to the buried alive interlude buried alive interlude on take care with Kendrick. Like every time when he gives just an artist that space to shine for a couple minutes on his album, it I always love what it does. Like 4422 is just one of like one of my favorite Sampha songs ever for one. And Sampha's really that dude. Uh what party did on if you're reading this, like I, these songs always work really well for me and yeah this is another case this is high on that list like it might be one, 4422 is probably always gonna be number one for me this might be number two i really really like this one a lot uh yeba's a really dope artist she killed it on here yeah I, I love this one well you were you familiar with her before this no i actually was not i know and a lot of people were so i was surprised that i wasn't but uh yeah that was something like like you said, he kind of gives people a space to shine. Super cool of him to like let this uh, let this person just do their thing, and it sounds great. Uh, yeah, she's been great. around for a little bit now. I found out she was on the Tribe album from 2016. Yeah, and I went back and listened to that song. I was like, "Yep, same voice, still yeah. really fucking good." Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just a cool. Um, cool break there yeah. did it fit in between the two songs he fit them in between probably you know, you know what's interesting i like the placement of this because for me really after this like shit really picks up like after this is kind of when we get into the like de- like almost no miss mode after this so i like even like coming right before a super hard track like no friends in the industry i like that like you know bam- i like them playing off each other like that so no friends in the industry is the one where I realized, all right, there might be some Kanye shit on here. <laughs> it took me a little while, but once we got to no friends in the industry, I was like, oh, yeah, he's talking about someone. Everyone's saying it's Kanye. It's probably Kanye. I'm I'm being honest. I really have not paid attention to this stuff at all. Um, most of that's just I don't give a fuck about Kanye and what Kanye is doing anymore. Yeah. But uh, and I just never heard the two like say each other's names. So I didn't really. Uh, I mean, shit, I mean but... they listen, they have a lot. Like, well, I mean, it's, well, to be honest, I feel like it's a lot more of Ye saying Drake's name, but yeah. Uh yeah, no friends in the industry, even though I just said that interlude kind of gets into the no like skip part of the album. I wasn't that huge on this. Like no. I love the I mean, beat, I love the energy, but it just didn't do a lot. Exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, like, I love the energy on this, like it was. It was good. It was nice to see him get back into that. I really don't think I'm going to listen to this often. You know, you know, it's funny, again. even though it would have went against the whole fucking theme of the song, that is one where, like I said, like you could have taken Dirk off earlier and put him on something. Dirk would have been great on this. Like, I feel like Dirk would have killed this beat. It would have went obviously against the whole theme of no friends in the industry, but I would have loved to hear a feature on that. I thought that would have been great, but I yeah. yeah, I mean, just taking also having a song called no friends in the industry when you have like 12 features. Yeah, in general, on the album, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. But this is one of those songs. I would have simply just taken off because I don't think it fits the rest of the album. 
Yeah. Like, even when we get into Knife Talk, which is next, which kind of holds, like, similar energy, I feel like yeah, it fits a little better. Um, yeah, Knife Talk. Knife Talk, a huge highlight. 21 Savage and Project Pat. Oh I even think Drake holds his A lot of people, I mean, there's Drake haters everywhere, every corner you look, talk about they want a virgin version without him. I thought he held his own on here. I think um, he was good on it. I think... Well, for one, 21 was just that great. And also, with what Drake did with his verses on here, I feel like it gave 21 that room to shine. Like, they were kind of quicker. Yeah. I don't think they were 16 bars. They were, like, eight-bar verses. And then you just kind of let 21 get back into his shit. Because this beat is tailor-made for 21 Savage. And he eats this oh, shit yeah. up. So I like what Drake does. He kind of just plays, like, as an intermediary and to just let 21 get into his shit. So I like that I mean, he did that on here. A lot of it is kind of a lift from... uh Three Six Mafia, just yeah. that yeah, Three Project Six Mafia Pat. flow. I think it's a Juicy J sample the, and like a Project Pat vocal on it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. super, super fucking dope song. Another, another probably top three highlight song for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's in my top three, but it's definitely one I listen to a lot. Like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, next one I got a take for. I know people are here for the takes. They want something to yell at. 7 7 a.m. on Brittle Path, mm-hmm. the best time location. No, <laughs> yes, no, <laughs> nah, come on. Lee man. just did the disbelief thing. No. Oh, no, yeah, bro, it's that's crazy. I mean, listen, 6 p.m. in, 6 like PM in New York is the closest thing to it, but yeah. No, man, 7 a.m. on Brittle Path is fucking oh, perfect. I mean, he's just going. I mean, well, to me, 5 a.m. is always the one that always, like, is my personal favorite. I mean, this one is 5 a.m. Uh, in Toronto. Um, okay. And there's 4 a.m. in Dallas. Uh, 4 p.m. in Calabasas. That was the, the Diddy disc, which uh, I actually like that one, too. But, I mean, yeah, I feel like this is a, this is a, a really good series. And this is another good addition to the series. I don't. It wouldn't be my number one, but I like the song. Um, I like it a lot. This is definitely top three song for me. There's another one I where he's just like, I'm a spaz. And like, I feel like he gets in, in on these songs. If he's there, are some where he's kind of rapping, where most of them he's really rapping. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna get in that bag. So yeah, it's just him rapping the spaz on his ass off, which I like. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to say on it besides, <laughs> yeah, what I said. Like, yeah, I think I like it's it. my favorite one. I like it. Um, it's not the like next... I, I I can't I, it's not my favorite one. I can't say that, but I like the, I like the song. I like the song. Yeah. Uh the next one race race my mind. Uh this is one I also felt like I heard a lot of people that weren't too big of fans on the album just appreciate this one a little more. Yeah. I'm talking about people that normally like Drake. I, I mean yeah, the people yeah, that don't yeah, like yeah. Drake usually talking about knife talk and way too sexy because of the features and shit, but yeah. Race my mind. Um Per prototypical Drake song, just kind of mm. what we were looking for. Yeah, I mean, he checked all the boxes on this one. Yeah, I like this one a lot. This is one that I think I even said it in the in the chat when we were talking about it. I was like, "Where is Party Next Door?" This song, to, this song to me was made <laughs> for Party Next Door, and Party Next Door comes later. But I feel like this is the one that should have had Party on it. I, I like this song a lot. Again, Drake doing stuff he's done before, but. Just kind of the updated version, still super dope. 
like I said, I would have loved a feature specifically from Party on it, but yeah, I like this song a lot. This is it's probably not top three, but it's probably like my top five. Yeah. Um, to kind of just like before we get into the next one, kind of just lay out. I feel like I've been saying it a lot, but like race my mind, 7 a.m. on Brittle Path, uh, pipe down, way too sexy, even love all like Poppy's home, girls want girls, champagne poetry, even TSU. I feel like they're all fitting like a similar tone. Um, and then I feel like he jumps out of that tone every once in a while. And that's why I don't love this album as much as I should. Um, yeah. I, I mean, still it's like, like it a lot. it's hard like, to I still like it a lot. But yeah, Fountains, Fountains is a change of pace that I didn't really expect coming when I was listening, especially after Race My Mind. So. Well, Fountains is the dance song that we've heard on every Drake album since Views. So I like Fountains, actually. Um, I remember we were talking about Roby. Roby said he heard, <laughs> Roby said it's a it's dance Drake. I'm skipping this, but I actually enjoy this song. Um, I like the little piano on it. Like I like what Tim's did on it. Like just, I like this song. I think it worked. Uh, yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. I'm, are you familiar with Tim's at all? uh not really i think i've heard like a song or two but not really yeah i'm not familiar with them at all um so this was a nice showcase for him yeah like that <laughs> i don't hate the song it's cool it's whatever yeah i mean it, it was, was one that, that was coming in i knew i knew it was going to be somewhere there was going to be the drake warm afro beat dance like it was going to be on there somewhere and uh i mean honestly i like a lot of those songs i'm i'm kind of a little not necessarily alone, but you know, control of one dance, too good, passion fruit, yeah. Madiba rhythm. Like I like all those songs genuinely. So. <laughs> That's funny you said uh, Madiba rhythm. Yeah. I like that song a lot. Actually, yeah, but... like I like. I think he has a he has a better track record with those songs than a lot of people want to admit. And this is another. Hey, but it took him. Real. It took him sixteen songs to drop an accent. So yeah, shout out Drake on yeah, that. He, he hit it. Uh, he hit it for real. <laughs> we got no. We got no UK shit. We got no like afro beat stuff for a while so yeah that was nice uh how'd you feel about getting along better with ty dollar sign like at this point i mean with you know start knife talk 7 a.m real path race my mind found like we're to me at this point i'm in a zone like all that at the <laughs> beginning where i really was nervous about the project all that has kind of subsided and i'm really liking what i'm hearing this is another one like after dark we, we talked about earlier drake and ty they have a really great connection on songs and i mean ty is just a guy who if you want to make your song good sprinkle some ty doll sign on it in some variety and i, I love this song this is another one i love kind of a it kind of it kind of has like more of an album cut feel for me but i still like this one a lot i think i gotta go back and listen um i didn't save it off first listen i still don't have it saved i thought it was cool i thought it might have been mailed in a little bit but like I had a friend text me, ask me about the album. And when I sent him what I had saved, first thing he said was, where's Get Along Better? It is probably so, the song that grew on me the most. I think I've heard to this point, I've probably heard the album like four or five times. It's probably the album that has grown the most to me on each listen. Yeah, before right before we did the pod, uh, I was in my car and I was like, let me listen to the songs I didn't have saved so that way I can see if there's anything I really missed. Um, and yeah, Get Along Better just, didn't really do it for me on that listen but i don't know i i mean people seem to like it i'll probably give it another listen soon but it 
it felt like it fit. That's what I'll definitely say. Um, I've been talking a lot about like what fits and what doesn't fit on this album. I felt like it fit everything else on here. Yeah. The next song, my man Rick Ross on here. Man, fucking we get, we spaz. Come, on, come off and get along better. That song ends. It's kind of a sore song. You just get hit right in the face with the energy of this song. Fucking kill. I mean, I saw the track list and I saw You Only Live Twice featuring Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. And I thought this shit was going to be bad. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, you. like you're thinking of the motto and shit like. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm thinking of a sequel song. I'm thinking of Lil Wayne in 2021. Yeah. Oh, that might brow some people up but i don't give a shit <laughs> i'm thinking like wayne has been doing wayne has been doing good features for some reason i don't know like i don't know what that is because i feel like i haven't heard a good wayne album in fucking forever but i feel like wayne has been doing you, some you didn't features. like funerally <laughs> I, I did not <laughs> but i feel like wayne has been on a feature run and this is just another addition for me. yeah i mean he's popped up a few times where i've enjoyed him uh this is definitely one of them this beat fucking crazy i mean ross ross always knows how to start out a verse and like him starting out the song in the verse uh just yeah this was everything i hoped it would be i know i said i like was down on it but if there was a song that i wanted from these three and what it would sound like it'd probably sound like this this is yeah i did definite highlight on here i did not think they would have this in them in 2021 and it oh, makes no. me like it makes me wonder like if this is like that new of a song like I was that shocked by it but I kind of like I kind of get it because like I think the Wayne verse is good and I think he's been on this run. Um, Drake really brought it too. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know like who heard what first. Like I don't know who was the one who set it off to make everyone else be like, okay, we we got to go in here. But yeah, really great verse. Patty Labelle, who knew we would be selling pies? Like man, <laughs> I I really really enjoy this one. I don't do no gang banging in my blue chucks. I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of this song. Uh, and it's something we talked about when we talked about, uh, I believe we talked about Ross. When we were talking about Ross, talked yeah. about how Ross and Drake, when they work together, they really bring out the best from one another. Yeah. And kind of like how their energy reflects each other. So like you were saying, whether I don't know who set the tone first, but whoever said it first, I'm assuming Wayne got it last. That's my guess. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if Ross did it first or Drake did it first, but the way they sounded on it, it sounded like they were bringing their A game. They always had like a little competition where they're trying to outwrap each other. Uh, how would you rank the verses on here? Uh, off the top of my head, damn, this is gonna be tough because I like all three and I don't want to. Oh yeah, no, last place is not like last place in the so let's for, let's get that the fuck out the way. Also, Ross with. one immediately just came to my mind. So I'm gonna put Ross one. Thank you. Now is when it gets tough because I really love Drake and Wayne. Off the top of my head, Ross one, Drake two, Wayne three. But man, just, I'm agreeing with you. Just three killer fucking verses. Everybody, yeah, I'm Wayne agreeing verse. with you. Amazing. I'm agreeing with you, and I don't like that Wayne verse is not skippable at all. Like yeah. it's it's very good. we <laughs> yeah. I don't think either of us are talking bad about it, but yeah, yeah. great Wayne verse there. Um, I mentioned earlier there's two songs on here I actively hate, and I miss you too with Cuddy. Fucking tap in. The song yeah. is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this song is dog shit. Again, kind of like back to my earlier thing. Drake Drake is trying to find people who are Ye's man and get them on here. Like this shit, it don't make sense in the album, and it's not even a good song. Like. 
Like, <laughs> doesn't make about this song makes sense. Well. Um, yeah. You like you want to talk about two people who I didn't want to hear on a song in 2021? <laughs> Kid Cudi and Drake. It, it's a like maybe earlier in their career when they were kind of on like some more backpack shit would have made a little more sense. I mean, earlier on in their career, they were fighting with each other. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I will say I like that. I hope this is kind of them signaling that that's past. I I would hope that that I think you, you or Roby, one of y'all said that it was hopefully that. So I hope that's what it really is. I mean, that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah. We didn't need to hear a song though. Shake yeah. hands, hug it out, yeah. post a picture on Instagram. Yeah, IG, movement, bro. Instagram. We don't fucking need yeah, yeah. a Drake and Kid Cudi song. This shit was this awful. Was um, speaking of songs that like shouldn't work, fucking fans. This song works. I don't. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, fucking fans title's a little work. weird. Uh, again, looking at the track list from the start, it was like, oh, brother, this <laughs> this being put at the end of the album and like its name is probably not any good. And yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought fucking fans was like a, f- a fine song. It definitely wasn't horrible. I like I said, I would have liked party. I would have liked to hear party a little earlier. So when I heard party, I was a little bitter. I was like, party should have been on here earlier. Damn it. But um, yeah, this is a fine song. If I'm playing the album all the way through, which I don't know if I'll ever do again, <laughs> um, I would definitely play this. Even if I was making cuts, I think I would still keep it on here. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and now we're at the outro here. The Remorse. So The Remorse is one I kind of like slept through just because this album's so goddamn long. Mm-hmm. And then when I said I was in the car and I was going back to see if I missed anything, I definitely missed The Remorse. Um, this song's a lot better than like my first listen. Kind of gives me vibes of like Do Not Disturb and like the other outro songs Drake has yeah, where he kind of a... just closes his thoughts out. Right. It's so. a true outro, which I think Drake is usually pretty good for. Like it, even the mm-hmm. beat like it's slow it kind of has this you know lights off last call we're done here kind of energy with it and yeah i like it i like the bars on here similar to the intro he's doing a lot of rapping here which i like um yeah a pretty good outro here i'm it's definitely not something that i'm cutting uh i enjoyed it really from first view first view versus listen um yeah i mean i'm probably gonna listen to it a lot more now usually what happens is i save songs as i listen through an album and then when I go back to just in the car or whatever, it's at the top of my recently added. So I just hit play on the album. So the songs I saved is what I hear more, which is what you should do. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, um, I'm probably going to hear it a lot more now and I'm, I'm going to like it. Uh, yeah. So that's the album, man. You it got is. you got a top three for me. Uh, You first, you first. Me first. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Pipe Down 1, Champagne Poetry 2, and 7 a.m. on Brittle Path 3. Okay, so if I got to give a three, Pipe Down is going to be in that three. Knife Talk is going to be in that three. Okay. And I think Love All is going to be in that three. Uh, Really? All right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I really like like the energy between Drake and Hove on there. Like, I, like I'd love that album cut drake like i always i mean he never will but i would love just the album later in his career of you know kind of just like a truer hip-hop album which we'll never get but i mean he said on sandra's rose a classic is 10 of these and then he never gave it to us <laughs> yeah. yeah but i get it there's got to be you know three of each to hit the quotas and the streaming numbers and blah 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 i get it but uh yeah that's my <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, fuck, man. I really like this album. Like, a lot. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. It's weird because, I mean, like, you know, we just heard, we talked about the songs. There's a lot of songs that I really like on here. And the songs, this song, this album surprised me with how good it was. I did not think I would, I saved like 10 or 11 on here. Did not think I would save that many songs coming in. And even the songs that I didn't like, I didn't, like, there's not a lot of just horrible on here. Like, I Miss You Too is trash to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Bible is pretty trash for me. Like I said, I'm not a poppy's home and girls want girls. That's just a not good stretch for me personally. But man, just like throughout, this is like a weirdly consistent project from Jake. The most that yeah. we've gotten in a long ass time. Like I said, it's his best work since if you're reading this, especially after more listens, I easily feel that way. Like, Wow. Yeah, this is my third favorite Drake album. Oh, boy. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that right now. It would probably be. Yeah, like, I mean, we don't have to. We're going to dig into this later on the later episode. But yeah. for no one else yeah. to watch, too. I wonder how many people are going to watch this. Probably not. <laughs> probably not many, Honestly, but. I think a lot of people are going to listen to it just to yell. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you have any yelling, any questions, man, just at youngest uh, on Discord, <laughs> on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> all going to be, it's all going to be at me, anyways. I'm not, I'm not too mad. But yeah, man, I mean, nothing was the same. And Take Care felt very similar in style and how much he was rapping. How, how little he was like going into a beat uh bit and like doing like weird things and he kind of just kept true to himself on this one right uh so yeah this is my third favorite drake album I'm looking gonna, at it ponder where i where i rank it now this is what i'll say i'll say the highs on this aren't as high as some other albums i agree too it's like i said it's a weird it's just weirdly consistent like I, i've heard some exactly. people say that like like the project just bored them all the way through. And to be honest, I kind of like, cause if you don't, if you aren't really like a Drake fan, I see that for sure. Cause the highs aren't just as abnormally high as they usually are. But if yeah. you're someone who has enjoyed Drake projects before, I think that he, he delivered an album for Drake fans, tr- classic Drake fans in a way that he hasn't in a long time. So yeah, I was shocked is an honestly an accurate word i was very surprised by how this ended up yeah i mean i i, I had low expectations going in this i was surprised how many people didn't like it i don't know why i was not surprised people are, yeah. <laughs> it's even, well it's like i said even going into the project like when it came out and i was listening to it first i didn't get on discord i didn't get on social media i didn't look at my phone to see people saying i wanted to get a couple of listens in without the internet blinders and uh for some people that really gets in the way of stuff I, it's mm-hmm. even for me I, it used to like kind of fuck with me like that's why when stuff comes out i mean it happens when someone tells you something's good you come in with a certain expectation when someone tells you something's bad you start looking for nitpicks to agree like it it definitely happens yeah um <laughs> are you on apple music i'm on both i'm on apple music and spotify okay did you see the little excerpt for certified lover boy oh brother get this oh get this thing <laughs> off my television man what like did you read it <laughs> I, I saw it I, I read it get this nigga some help man <laughs> he said a combination of toxic masculinity and acceptance of truth which is like nigga, you have a child you have a child like what is wrong with you man <laughs> the hell is Bro, going on but even Listen. i will say that's something that even listening to this album, like, yeah, there's not a ton of personal g- 
growth from Drake on here. But that's that's super fucking honest. <laughs> like that's honest <laughs> what's going on in his actual life. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I would love for the for the Drake I've matured and I've had like a new idea of what love is as I'm evolving and getting older. But that should have that it, it would be not honest if he tried to do it. So um yeah, I guess he just got to stop taking moms out to Dodger Stadium and settle down. <laughs> yeah, or fi- yeah, or find the right one. One of those two. Um, music video wise, did you watch Way Too Sexy? No, I did not a, watch the video. I'm not yeah, a music not, video person. I saw a lot of people either. watching the video and making fun of it, which is exactly what Drake wants you to do. So, <laughs> like. <laughs> It, like even back to like hotline bling i feel like the drake music video formula like how are y'all who are making fun of the video not see that that's the point of the video like <laughs> but i mean it's also like super telling that he picked it for his fucking most ridiculous song yeah like that was he, even yeah. yeah so no i didn't watch the videos i'm not a music video person and neither of these people who are making fun of the video but whatever <laughs> A little sass from Lee while we close it out. I'm just um, saying, like, nobody, like, if you're here at this point, it's only a couple of y'all left, probably. So. <laughs> you know yes, Certified Lover Boy, big fan. Uh, one of my super, favorite Drake albums. Super, super surprised by this one. I'm going to listen to songs on here again and again. I might listen to the album again and again. But yeah, thanks for listening to us. Do you got anything else you want to get to before we close out? Uh, no, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, Rate, as review, all, give yeah, us five stars. Rate, you know what I'm saying? As always, appreciate the feedback from some of y'all. If you're like, damn, they've been doing this show for like three or four months and they're still doing this and not doing this and they should, let me know because I would like to know that. If you want to get on the show, let me know. A lot of people have hit me up the past like week or so that want to get on the show. So yeah, we got some good shit coming down the pipeline. So yeah, thank y'all yes. for listening. Um, next week, we are either going to be I'm going to be out of town. So we're either going to do a late show or a Lee only episode. We might be doing a double feature. We might be doing a Lee only episode and a me and youngest episode. We might be y'all might be getting a, a double. I've been thinking about a double episode week for the longest. So we might get make it happen next week. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're going to we got some guests line up the week after for something I'm super excited for oh, for man, the old gonna, heads. It's going to be great. Yep. Oh, it's going to be great. Y'all have a good week. Uh, We'll talk to y'all next week. Enjoy your week.